0: That's what I do. Julie Rabinowitz is in. She's the director of communications and operations at the Maine Department of Labor. For more information on the Maine Department of Labor, go to Maine.govgov backslash labor. Good morning, Julie. How are
1: you? Good morning. Happy to be here. Good to hey, be uh, Veterans Day.
0: Yeah, thank you. Good to good to have you back. Good to have you back. So a um, couple of important dates. Um, you know, Jeannie Paquette joined us on uh, uh, right before Labor Day. Yep. And, and you're here today, right on Veterans Day, which are, are pretty important dates. Uh, Commissioner Paquette touched upon the, the Maine Hire a Vet program last time she was in. Can you give us an update on that? How is that going?
1: Sure. So we kicked off Maine Hire a Vet uh, with our, several partner organizations, including the Maine Veterans Bureau, here at Hire, Employer Support of the Garden Reserve, the VA, and uh, we kicked it off on Labor Day. Our goal was to hire 100, 100 or more veterans by 100 or more employers within 100 days. So we're a little more than halfway through. Our 100th day will be December 15th, oh, excuse me, December 18th. But I'm happy to report that so far we have 128 employers uh, signed up for Hire and Vet, and we've hired 135 veterans. So we've increased our goal to 200 and 200, and we believe that we can certainly close that gap before December 18th.
0: Wow, that's uh, that's pretty awesome stuff. That how did that even start? By the way, is it somebody's idea? Just like we've and-
1: seen it in a couple other states, but actually uh, Maryland and Virginia were two of the states we looked at who did this. Maryland barely met their goals, so we, I believe, have already exceeded Maryland what they did in a hundred days, and we are uh, we're not even you know at the end of it yet. So uh, we've just been really uh, out there about it. But also, Maine has one of the highest percentages of veterans per capita in the nation, and so I think veterans are—more people know a veteran here in Maine. We're closer to veterans' issues, and we also have a lot of caring employers who really want to know how to better incorporate veterans into their workforce.
0: Wow, that's that's great work. Now, also some more good news. The department recently announced that the unemployment tax rate for employers— going to be going down in 2016. How much will they drop, and uh, what precipitated this?
1: So, uh, as you know, we paid out a lot of unemployment benefits during the recession, and that was definitely necessary. Many states uh, bankrupted their unemployment trust funds. Maine, uh, we were able to stay solvent throughout the recession, Um, but we did have to raise employer tax rates to keep it solvent and to replenish what we had paid out. So, uh, over the past couple of years, uh, from in 2013, we 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 announced that the tax rates for 2014 would drop two schedules. Uh, so they dropped the unemployment taxes are set in a series of six schedules. So basically, when the recession hits, we have to go up to the highest rates, and then as things get better, we can drop the schedules. So we dropped two schedules for 2014. We stayed flat in 2015 and for 2016 we're going to drop another two schedules. So that's about a 21 percent savings per employer over the tax rates they're paying now and statewide we estimate it'll be about 30 million dollars that employers will save uh, uh, from paying in unemployment taxes and then we'll be able to reinvest back into their workers and businesses.
0: That is really, really good news. That's how you help build an economy. Talking to Julie Rabinowitz from the Maine Department of Labor. For more information on the Maine Department of Labor, go to maine.gov backslash labor. Also like them on Facebook, Maine DOL. Coming up, we're going to be talking about uh, OSHA. We're going to be talking about uh, the Portland minimum wage and much, much more. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055. We're live on the corner of Center and Bradman.
1: The news continues now on the area's only...
0: We just put tickets for the L.A. Fighting Spirit for this Saturday night and for New England Fights 20 next Saturday up on our Facebook page. Just send us a private message with which pair of tickets you want and the first person to respond will have something to do next Saturday night and this Saturday night. also be giving away WWE ticks on Facebook later on today. Stay tuned for that. Congratulations to Sean from Lewiston. He won the ticks that we gave away by phone during Jim Mercier's interview last hour. You can hear that interview now at Z1055.com. Also, a reminder, there's some, some construction going on on Center Street in front of the uh, Central Maine Urgent Care, in front of the uh, the, the Shaw's Mall there. Or Sears. Sears is the sponsor. We should mention them. But anyways, um, yeah, there's stuff going on there right now. It's down to one lane of traffic if you're on your way out of Auburn, so make sure you're getting into the right lane over there. You don't want one of those big merge problems. We continue now with Julie Rabinowitz from the Maine Department of Labor. Go to maine.gov slash labor for more information. Or you can like them on Facebook. Look for Maine D O L. Recent federal budget deal is going to allow the uh, the federal Occupational Safety and Health Administration, OSHA, OSHA, to raise their fines. Yes. How much will they be going up, and what are some ways to avoid getting fined?
1: So um, many employers do not like to hear the word OSHA or see OSHA knocking on their door. And really, OSHA is just about making sure that workers are safe. But the federal budget deal is going to allow OSHA to raise their fines. They're basically the only labor enforcement agency that hasn't raised their fines in the past several years. Uh, But they're going to be allowed to raise them by August of 2016, up to eighty percent. So that's a very steep increase. And usually, if you've got one OSHA violation, you have a few more than one, and those add those fines can add up because they cite you for each violation. So our, our concern at the main Department of Labor, we do not repeat, do not fine private sector employers. Our enforcement aspects are only on uh, public sector employers, the municipalities. Uh, colleges, quasi-state or municipal agencies, and state agencies. But um, for you private sector businesses, uh, it's really about being proactive about workplace safety and health, uh, particularly if you have high workers' comp rates. That's an indicator that you have maybe either a high hazard business or you have above industry standards uh, at the Department of Labor, if you give us a call or or check us out on the website, but six two three seventy nine hundred, you can get a free profile of your safety record in terms of your workers' comp uh, filings and in your injury rates. You can look up certain occupations. You can compare your occupations to the to the occupational averages here in Maine or even in your county. And we can also look up your industry rates and compare you and. And in addition to that profile, which is at no cost to you, that's already paid for by your taxes, our Safety Works program can come out and do free consultations. So no-cost consultations. We'll go through, we'll, we'll look at your organization and your worksite in the way that OSHA would look at it. We would tell you what OSHA would be fining you for any violations that are found, but we'll work with you to correct them and we'll work with you to develop a safety committee, a a workplace safety plan to to help you get those injury rates down and to eliminate those hazards so that when and if OSHA does come knocking on your door, you will not get fined.
0: That's a really good uh, idea. I wish I could do the same thing with my car. Like if I could bring it somewhere to get it pre-inspected and have them go through everything so that I brought it in for inspection, I didn't have to worry about it. Exactly. That would be great.
1: That's what we do. We do it at no cost to, to the business.
0: Excellent. We're talking with Julia Rabinowitz from the Maine Department of Labor. She's the Director of Communications and Operations over there. Go to maine.gov slash labor for more information on what they do and what's going on uh, with employment rates and everything else. You can also like them on Facebook. Look for Maine DOL. Coming up, we're going to talk about the Portland minimum wage raise. We're going to talk about new employment laws that uh, went into effect or are going into effect. Also going to be talking about federal overtime changes as well, what the feds are proposing. What is the status of this and how it's going to affect you, whether you are an employer or an employee? You're listening to Lewiston Auburn's only radio station. It's The Breakfast Club on Z1055. It's 827 and 44 degrees. News and weather coming up next. This hour of The Breakfast Club is brought to you by Captain. 838, 44 degrees. Julie Rabinowitz from the director of commun- uh, from the Maine Department of Labor. She's the Director of Communications and Operations over there. Go to maine.gov slash labor. Hello there. And uh, you can also like the Maine Department of Labor on Facebook. Just look for Maine D-O-L there. So we've already talked about uh, the drop in unemployment taxes. We've yep. talked about the raise in OSHA fines. Yep. Um, Good I'm news, not g- bad news. I'm not going to boo that, but I'll, I'll boo it silently in my head. Um, the last part, anyway. Now, let's talk a little bit about the Portland minimum wage. Of course, minimum wage is, is a, a big topic of debate all over the country. Right. And uh, it, the Portland minimum wage stuff, does it affect Lewiston-Auburn area employers?
1: I think that this is part of what, what a lot of people don't understand is that minimum wage applies to where the work is performed. So, if you are a business based outside of Portland, so if you're based here in the LA area... But you send workers to perform work in the city of Portland. Now, it's going to be within the city limits of Portland. Then they are entitled and should be paid the minimum wage of that jurisdiction when they're doing the work in that location. So, for example, if you have someone who has a landscaping business and they have clients in Portland and they bring on summer help, teenagers... Um, and they are paying them $9 an hour. If they are in Portland next year, they will need to be paid $10.10 an hour. If you have, say, a uh, personal care business and you have people who have clients in the Portland area, the days that they're taking care of those clients, they need to be paid the Portland minimum wage. The minimum wage will go up in Portland on January 1st to 10 10 and then uh, January 1st, 2017, it will go up, I believe, to 10 68 Um, We're still figuring out some of the logistics of the difference between a statewide minimum wage and the Portland minimum wage, but um, if you have workers who do travel to Portland and you have questions, you're going to need to call the city of Portland. It affects overtime, it can affect um, obviously your morale of your employees, if you have some employees who don't travel to Portland and some employees who do travel to Portland and how do you assign those uh, jobs and shifts. If you have uh, businesses with multiple locations and you often assign workers to cover shifts between those, if you have one of those locations within the city limits of Portland, it will need to be 10-10 an hour on January 1
0: wow i bet there are a lot of folks that did not realize that <laughs> no and
1: and it it would have been a much bigger problem um in terms of awareness if the minimum wage ordinance that was on the ballot this November had passed because that would have changed it to 12 and eventually $15 an hour and that would have affected a lot more workers but there's a lot of this that we don't know yet how it's going to be considered by the city of Portland if you make one delivery in the city of Portland and you're only in Portland for 15 minutes how does the city going is that are they going to consider that de minimis are they going to say no You need to have paid them. Um, All of that is still to be determined. And Portland does allow, the city ordinance does allow for the private right of action, which means that uh, lawsuits. So you could be sued if you're not following the city's ordinance on the minimum wage.
0: Talking with Julia Rabinowitz from the Maine Department of Labor, she's the director of communications and operations over there. Coming up, we're going to talk about what new employment laws went into effect this year and also talk about federal overtime changes. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055. If you missed any of this interview, check it out online at Z1055.com. The Breakfast Club. The news. Breakfast Club with Maddie B. Final segment with Julia Rabinowitz from the Maine Department of Labor. She's the Director of Communications and Operations over there. Go to main.gov slash labor for more information or like them on Facebook. Look for Maine D-O-L. We've talked about the Portland minimum wage and how that affects Lewiston area, Lewiston Auburn area employers, which it actually can. So pay attention to that. Uh, also talked about OSHA. And we also talked about the uh, unemployment tax rates being lowered in 2016. Now let's talk about new employment laws. When new employment laws went into effect this year or are going into effect next year?
1: Well, uh, two laws were passed that affect um, employment and that have potential fines if employers violate them. One was an update to the domestic violence leave law. So, if you have an employee who is a victim of domestic violence, stalking, or sexual assault, or has a family, a close family member who is a victim of any of those uh, horrible, horrible issues they can be they are entitled to leave if they need to go to court if they need to go to the police station if they need to go to the hospital or the doctors or find a new apartment um very narrow exemptions other than those few tiny exemptions it's basically like there's no one else to run anything and there's it's very limited um you need to grant them leave. If you deny them leave, the fine used to be $200. It's now a $1,000 with an additional 3000 in damages awarded to the victim. So that is going up from $200 to to a total of $4,000 per violation. If you terminate them, you know, if you take the unfortunate step in saying, hey, you know, you're never around. I can't live with your ups and downs anymore of your um, dealing with this, and so you can't work here anymore. Um, then th- they have the opportunity to file the complaint with the Department of Labor within six months, and we investigate if we find the complaint to be uh, verified. Then they not only have the choice of the fine and the damages, or they can get their job back with back wages. So employers need to be very alert to that um, and really be thinking about. Um, if you have an employee in that situation and and educate yourself about what the law does and does not allow you to do. Also, social media. Uh, If you are an employer, do not ask your employees to provide their private passwords for their personal Facebook, uh, Twitter, or their email accounts, Uh, and do not ask them to open those up in your presence on their personal side. There are exemptions to that if you have employees who potentially are doing things we would consider misconduct like Stock. speaking of stalking, you know, harassing a client using Facebook Messenger, or harassing a coworker, then you would have the right to ask for that uh, information and to look up that. So that's something that we have posters on that are optional, but you can download them for free. If you click on, um, you go to main.gov slash labor, click on the employers button, and you can download all the free, um, there'll be a link for the free labor posters. Federal uh, federal overtime, uh, you need to be aware that the feds have a proposed, this is USDOL, not main DOL, have imposed changes to the overtime exemptions. Um, they had posted those rules over the summer. This would mean that salary workers would need to be paid a minimum of $50,000 a year, which is up from the minimum $23,000 right now. You need to be aware of it. Uh, the proposed rules were to go into effect January 1, 2016, but since the final rules have not yet come out, we are hoping that the feds delay them at minimum. Um, they had 250,000 comments on these new changes to the overtime exemptions, so uh, we're hoping that they do uh, come out with some changes to the way they were going to implement them. The time frame was just too short, and we believe for Maine in particular that the uh, increase from 23000 you could be paying anywhere in that range, but you look at your nonprofits, if you're paying staff 40000 and you've got four staff at that level that you've got to give an increase to, to $50,000, that's $40,000, that's one of those staff. <laughs> so we're very concerned about what the impact will be for Maine businesses. Businesses can choose whether or not to hold the exemption for salaried workers, meaning that they can take that salaried worker, which if you're a salaried worker, you have a lot of flexibility. You can leave a little early, you take a long lunch for training class, so on and so forth. Um, They can put you on hourly, and then you wouldn't have that flexibility because you could be docked for that time that you needed to leave 15 minutes early to go to your kid's event at school or things like that. So. There's a lot of implications there for a lot of Maine workers and a lot of Maine businesses, and we're keeping an eye on that.
0: Julie Rabinowitz from the Maine Department of Labor. Julie, always great to see you.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Happy to catch up.
1: Great. Happy Veterans Day. Yes. And if you want to hire a vet, please go to com.
0: Yes, please do that and help them with their Hire a Vet campaign. I'm a little concerned. I just realized that the next time you, you're in, it's probably going to be snowing.
1: Yeah, that's really scary. And it just,
0: and it kind of, it literally, I'm not going to lie. It could made snow me,
1: any day it now, It really, just
0: a little nauseous, Julie. I'm not going to lie. i not going to lie. I need
1: to put my driveway stakes I, in.
0: I, yeah, it's sad. Chains on the tires and everything. But it's 855 and 45 degrees. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055. The Breakfast Club. This is your Sports Flash for Wednesday, November 11th.